Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Varying Viewpoints podcast series, developed and sponsored by the Samuel DeWitt Proctor Institute for Leadership, Equity, and Justice here at Rutgers University. Today, I'm your host, Natalie Passov, and I'm the Communications and Research Coordinator for the Rutgers Center for Minority Serving Institutions, who is co-sponsoring this episode, as well as the Proctor Institute. Um, so today, as part of our partnership with the Student Learn, Student Vote Coalition, um, we're going to be talking about campus action planning, you know, what that is, how campuses can get involved, all in an effort to raise um, democratic engagement at minority serving institutions and colleges and universities across the country. So I have a few lovely guests today, um, and I would like uh, for each of you to share a little bit about yourselves, um, which organizations or campuses you belong to, and how you're connected to the student vote space. Um, so Julie, we can start with you. Thanks, Natalie. My name is Julie. I use she, her pronouns. I'm the youth programs manager and also the creative design lead at Asian and Pacific Islander American Vote. APIA vote for shorts. Um, so I wear two different hats, but mostly the youth programs manager part is really um, where I engage most with students. And so through our youth collegiate um, ambassador program, we engage with AAPI, Asian American and Pacific Islander um, student organizations and campuses nationwide. And we provide support, funding, um, and really just a starting point to walk through voter engagement processes with the students. Very cool. Thank you, Julie. Um, Maya, I'll pass it over to you. Yeah, thank you. Hi, everyone. My name is Maya Patel. I use she, her pronouns. Um, and I first got started with this work while I was a student at UT Austin. Um, I then got involved with Campus Vote Project on their student advisory board, later being their Texas State Coordinator. Um, and now I'm currently in graduate school, getting a master's in public policy, but still sit on the board of the Fair Election Center, which is the parent organization to Campus Vote Project. Amazing. Thank you, Maya. And last but not least, Alexis. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Alexis Vanderhoof. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. I am currently a junior at Georgia Gwinnett College campus in Lawrenceville, Georgia, um, and I am a democracy fellow with Campus Vote Project. Um, so I work on campus to engage um, student voters and also, you know, increase civic engagement, community engagement, all of the above. Amazing. Thank you. Um, so as y'all can hear, you know, we have students primarily here talking about this because they're at the they're at the forefront of this movement. Right. Um, so what I would like to ask everyone is, you know, how would you describe the student vote movement and why it's particularly important to you? So I'll pass it over to Alexis right back at you. Um, yeah, the student vote movement is really to me, it's just a civic mission. Um, I think students are, you know, more interested in social change movements and civil rights and kind of expressing how voting is a core part of that work. And also just like teaching the new members of democracy. Um, and to me, it's really important because I'm not a traditional student. You know, I came back to my college campus at 27 years old um, and kind of seeing a lack of involvement happening with our youth and you know I'm still our youth as well but um, it's just something that I really wanted to throw myself into it's something I'm passionate about and maybe something that I can help people who are younger um, get passionate about as well. Right absolutely yeah that's great to hear that you're also a non-traditional student because that's really that's an important facet of it all. Um, Maya your perspective? 
Yeah, I think I would describe the student vote movement as um, students and young people who are really passionate about getting their peers engaged and are working to make sure that we have a healthy and functioning democracy by um, helping their peers get involved in um, the civic or get civically engaged. Um, it's important to me because um, my parents were immigrants to this country. I remember in like fourth grade helping my dad study for the citizenship test and then him becoming a citizen and voting for the first time and just um, later on realizing, you know, how much civic power there is in the right to vote. And um, it, and I wanted to make sure that everyone who had the ability and capacity to vote um, actually had their tools and resources to make sure that they could access their right to vote. And so that's why I got involved initially as a student and continue to stay involved in the student voting movement. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that's really that's a really moving story. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, you know, I, my parents are also immigrants. I'm also first generation. So I resonate with that wholeheartedly. And I think a lot of our listeners will as well. Um, so thank you for sharing. And uh, thinking through, you know, this concept of action planning, what we're going to talk about today, it sounds like you all have some stake in that. Um, you know, what is your experience with action planning? And, you know, how would you explain it to our listeners who maybe don't know, don't know the work of Student Learn, Student Vote and other various campus organizing coalitions and organizations? Um, so, Julie, I'm going to pass it over to you. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, of course. Um, so with action planning, definitely seeing it as a game plan. I think this work definitely isn't easy. And if it was easy, we wouldn't have a coalition around it. We wouldn't have these organizations dedicated to it. Um, and so especially when you're on a college campus and you have all these other um, commitments flying around school, orgs, your social life, um, just like having a plan laid out about what needs to be done um, is going to be a really crucial tool to make sure that you're able to do the voter engagement work that um, you set out to do. And so something that we think about or like our students think about a lot are like collaborators. Like what are other organizations on campus that um, bring in other students that you might not be able to reach? What are ways to collaborate with them? What are ways to plug into upcoming events? You know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time. Um, what are ways to not replicate the labor and just collaborate um, with events that are already happening? Thinking about where you can get potential volunteers, um, thinking about what are the monetary needs so you can apply for grants, um, and also working backwards from like dates and deadlines, voter registration, election dates, things like that. And lastly, identifying barriers. Um, I can definitely talk a little bit more about um, coming from like a specific AAPI organizing standpoint. There are a lot of um, more specific barriers to our community. One of the really big ones is language access um, and also generational, just like conversations with your parents. Um, and so just really thinking about what are strategies outside of what we normally think about to engage in those conversations and to break down those barriers and find those um, resources. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for that wonderful explanation, Julie. Um, so I'd love to hear from, you know, both Maya and Alexis and, you know, one of y'all can go first um, about what maybe your experience was as a student with action planning. You know, how did you actually make it happen? What were the results? What did you see? Yeah, I'll hop in here. Um, so this was my first experience ever action planning, um, as well as, you know, just being heavily involved um, in a coalition like this. Um, so my experience was honestly was teamwork. I had a lot of um, collaboration. I had two other fellows that I worked with. Um, so we were able to really just go through, um, you know, what was our purpose? Who's our audience? 
consider all of our resources, plan for obstacles, um, and being able to have that support, um, not only through my fellows, but also with Campus Vote Project, um, with giving us, you know, resources and a basically a really good how-to guide. Um, but, you know, from there it is, you are um, expected to, you know, produce a document that shows your vision for this next year. Um, so beyond that, just administrative support as well um, on our campus. I think it really starts there um, with getting it up off the ground and getting all the information you need, all the data you need um, to really streamline your mission. Uh, so we had incredible support um, on that end. And then again, through community partners, nonprofits in the area, there are so many people that have this same mission, you know, that if you just ask for help, there will be so many people willing to help you. Um, so the process was an amazing learning opportunity, honestly. That's great to hear. Maya, do you have any thoughts? Yeah. Um, so I first action planned when I was a student at the University of Texas at Austin. Um, and UT is a really big campus and there is a lot going um, going on for um, the elections. And so it was really a process of um, bringing together a bunch of different efforts into one plan to make sure that it was um, you know, organizations were collaborating with each other and um, not trying to like replicate efforts, uh, but working in a way that we could reach as much of campus as possible. And also think about the creative ways of um, where our gaps were and who we were missing in our plan once we wrote down all of the efforts that were happening and how we could create programming to address some of those efforts, including, you know, trying to address STEM students or those non-traditional students, or how could we make sure that we were reaching um, every student possible. Um, and engaging the entire campus for any given election cycle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is, that's really noble work. That's really incredible. Thank you. Thank you all for sharing. Um, I'm also curious, you know, that sounds like quite a bit of work, right? Especially as a student, right? You, not only are you balancing your own schoolwork, your own extracurriculars, but you're also, you know, being this activist, politically organizing, um, so I'm curious, you know, did, did any of you receive support on your action planning efforts? If you did, who were they? How did they support you? Um, and I'd love to hear from, from all of you. So I'll start with you, Julie. You know, it sounds like you've action planned in, in, in the past, right? How did you do it? Yeah, of course. So um, our, the way that our program runs, just as some context, um, we work with different organizations and like we're a national organization. So like everyone knows their community the best. We're not trying to step in and try to like do the work for them. Um, but a lot of our action planning efforts is like coming from our national organization, our field team, myself, our youth coordinators working directly with the students um, to come up with a sp specialized action plan for their own campuses. Um, and so for me, like coming from like the SLSV coalition, there's a lot of resources that I've learned about that I didn't know like existed. Um, I think one to highlight is like the votes and ballots game. I love that it's gamified. Um, you're able to kind of have these cards to think about like who are the stakeholders, you know, what are things that I need to think about and put them on a board and that essentially like becomes your action plan. Um, and so I think that was a really good resource that we were able to utilize for our program. Um, and also just kind of like thinking about it in terms of, in more specific terms of like what these students need to, um, to, to think about, like when organizing from an API standpoint. Exactly. And so I'd love to hear from the student perspective. So Maya, would you care to jump in? Yeah, um, would echo what Julie was saying about the votes and ballots um, game. Um, 
especially if you're new to action planning, it's a really great way to kind of take you through every step and um, generate ideas and help you think through each process. Um, I have been both on the side of like being a student on a campus trying to create an action plan and then also as the Texas State Coordinator, like in a supporting role, trying to help campuses create these action plans. Um, and I think there are a number of resources. We had a lot of support from when I was doing this as a student, we had a lot of support from Campus Vote Project and the Students or Students Vote Coalition, as well as um, just talking to other students and campuses who had done this before. Um, and I think what's really helpful when action planning is to try and get as many people in the room as possible who are working on campus in anything that vaguely relates to civic engagement, or if they can't be in the room, like coming in with a list of like as many efforts as possible and doing kind of just a brain dump of everything going on that vaguely relates to this as possible. So that way you can start to see how, um, see the entire ecosystem of campus and start fitting it into how it works together and how you create a plan around that. Right. I really appreciate your candor when, when speaking to that student experience. Thank you. Um, so, uh, you know, it sounds like there's been extensive uh, experience on the call here. Um, so I'm curious if you guys could tell me some of your success. You know, what are one or two civic engagement initiatives or efforts that you that have happened that you're proud of and why? So, Alexis, I'll start with you. Yeah, um, we started kind of like an initiative, I would say, last semester to um, get students involved in um, rallies that were going around in our area. So we proceeded to do a lot of uh, reach out to local nonprofits and to organize, um, you know, events and times where we could get students from campus um, who were interested and actually shuttle them over and kind of do like a day field trip where we get to partner with a nonprofit, go to a rally. Um, we went to an environmental rally with Georgia Conservation Voter back in April. Um, and, you know, we were able to do a lot of outreach um, also teach people about Campus Vote Project itself, who the Democracy Fellows were, and really get um, a lot of our students off campus into the community um, and, you know, engaged. And that was something we were really proud of. Um, it's not anything that's been done on our campus before. Um, and then beyond that, I would say that really something I'm really proud of as well is our connection to our local county government and the way that that's developed over the summer and plans we have moving forward um, to have tours of like the Justice Center offered to students, um, as well as, you know, possibly, you know, internships that they could offer to students on campus. We're working on things like that. Um, so anything that we can do to co connect, you know, students with their local government, that's like one of our big missions. That's incredible. Sounds like you've really made a difference. That's really great. It's always great to, you know, reap the benefits of your work, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and so Maya, I'm, I'm curious to see what, you know, you've had success with. What what kind of projects have you done? Yeah, so um, I think it's really important when action planning to also um, think about, you know, what are the gaps and who are the students that are um, not necessarily being reached. And one way to do that is if your campus participates in NSOLVE, which is the National Study of Learning, Voting, and Engagement, and gets that data. It's a study by um, the Institute of Democracy and Higher Education over at Tufts. And um, you can get previous years, every or every two years, they'll put out a report for campus and match it with the registrar file and give you data on, on civic engagement on your campus. 
And so when we were action planning, we really tried to dive deep into that data and understand who were the groups of students we were missing. And um, in particular, we noticed that STEM students tended to vote at a little uh, at lower rates than non-STEM students on our campus. And as a chemistry student, that um, really bothered me. And so I wanted to figure out ways to specifically target those students, as well as some of, of, of the other groups that we noticed were voting at lower rates. And so we did a few things. One, we create this um, people before me had created the Civic Engagement Alliance, which was kind of an alliance of many student student organizations on campus um, who weren't necessarily voting or civic engagement organizations, but were committed to helping get their population of students engaged and distribute voting voting information and civic engagement information through their groups. And that was really successful because you had peers going to their peers and being like, hey, I'm um in the Longhorn Band, and I think it's important to vote, and here is information on why you should vote and how you should do it. Um, and I think that peer-to-peer outreach was really important. The other thing we thought about was, you know, what is one place on campus where theoretically every student has to be? And that's the classroom. And so we developed an in-class voter registration program where we worked with professors to go into classrooms and register students either in the first five minutes or the last five minutes of class or quietly while the professor was teaching. Um, and when you had a professor saying, hey, we've brought in these people to help register you to vote, and they kind of give a sh- little spiel on like, why as a computer science student, you should register to vote. Um, that was really impactful. And, you know, they're already sitting there, they're already in class, and maybe they're not, stu- maybe they're students who are not necessarily engaged in campus life or, um, you know, commute to campus and don't interact with the residential system or whatever the classroom is the one place that really brings all students together on campus. And so having that in-class voter registration program, I think really helped um, us reach a lot of those students that we were missing before. Wow. Y'all are just amazing. Another incredible project. (laughs) And so I I hear you talking about, you know, underserved communities and those communities that aren't being reached, which is a really incredible way to look at things. Um, And that's a lot of our purpose as as an organization, as the Center for Minority Serving Institutions, Um, you know, looking at MSIs, looking at community colleges and seeing those underserved populations and how they can be reached, right? And that's what a lot of the um, SLSV coalition and the National Program Subcommittee is kind of focusing on this year, uh, which is how to target specifically minority serving institutions and community colleges. So Julie, I'd love to hear from you, you know, why you think civic engagement and action planning specifically at MSI campuses and community colleges is vital and important to the overall mission? Yeah, I think this is a really great question. Um, College is one of those times where you really get to get exposed to things that you didn't like grow up with. And I think like this is a very broad term. It might be, you know, applicable, but like, especially when I'm thinking about my own story or just like the Asian American Pacific Islander community in general, a lot of minority students don't grow up with like their parents consistently voting or like um, they're not growing up thinking like oh yeah like voting is like the way to go um I know that my parents when I used to ask them when I was younger like oh who'd you vote for like they would just be like don't even like don't ask about that that's rude (laughs) and so um I know that a lot of folks that I've interacted with had the same story and so I think college is one of those times where you really get to be exposed to what civic engagement means you know why it's important um you get to learn the skills of how to action plan um figure out what the resources are for yourself and also for the rest of your community. Um, and so that's why I think targeting like MSIs and community colleges is so important, just having a presence on the campus and like opening up that access. 
Exactly. Maya, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I fully agree with everything Julie said. Um, I think it's so important when thinking about um, this work on MSIs and community colleges is to make sure that you're taking into, into consideration the like unique cultures of every campus. And um, I think this goes for any campus you ever do work with, but especially MSIs and community colleges, you have to really think about what programs are going to meet these students where they're at, what's going to pique their interest. Um, can you design civic engagement programs around um, certain things that are really important to the culture on that campus, whether that's um, a certain cultural event or maybe it's homecoming or there, there's a number of things that happen. And I think knowing the culture is really important to making sure that you're targeting your program specifically. And then also making sure that you're not just parachuting in during an election year and sending resources um, right around an election and then leaving. This work is really um, year round and year after year, not just during the few months right before um, a major election. And so I think those are two things that I always try to keep in mind when doing work with MSIs and community colleges. Absolutely. Thank you both for those lovely answers. Um, to kind of wrap us up here, because um, time has just flown by, <laughs> um, I'd love to hear from all of you. Um, you know, if I was a student, if I was a student at an MSI, at an MSI, at a, excuse me, at an MSI, at a community college, or at any university across the nation, you know, what advice would you give to me who want, if I wanted to start this work on my campus? but I'm new to action planning or civic engagement in general. Um, so I'd love to start with you, Alexis. Um, yeah, no, that was exactly my experience um, this past year, being completely new to this whole environment. Um, and my biggest piece of advice is genuinely do not be afraid to ask for help, to not be you know afraid to say that you, know, you don't necessarily know where to start. Start from the bottom, work your way up, figure out you know who has the resources you need. Um, and also just collaboration. Um, be willing to, you know, ask people, you know, what, you know, we have the same mission, what can we do for each other? Um, so I think just that open communication um, is necessary. Right, right. What about you, Maya? Um, I think if you want to get started on this work, just jump in. Um, when I first started, I was a chemistry student, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, in Texas, you have to be a volunteer deputy registrar or VDR to register other people to vote. So I signed up to be one. I went through the training and I just started registering my friends to vote. And then I would start getting questions and I wouldn't know the answer to the question. So I would be like, let me get back to you. And then I'd go and I'd figure out the answer to their questions and then would get back to them. And then I found um, peers who were also, also interested in this work and just kept signing up to show and kept, just kept showing up and learned as I did. And um as I went through the process of registering voters and hearing their questions, I learned about, you know, the systemic barriers that are that and like the questions that tended to pop up a lot and, and what was preventing students from registering or actually casting a ballot. And from there, started to identify problems and just try to start brainstorming ways to start addressing those problems. And so I think just start trying to register voters or just start showing up to events and you'll learn in the process. Right. Thank you. And what about from an organizational point of view, Julie? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, of course. Well, I want to first echo everything that Maya and Alexis said, um, really just jumping into the work, don't be scared, um, really finding areas of collaboration. Something that really comes up every time I talk to the students that I work with 
and that like you know I also experienced when I was a student is that there's a lot of apathy on campuses sometimes or like you feel like you're the only one who wants to do this work but I think one piece of advice that I would give is don't get discouraged by that apathy there's actually so many people doing this work um, in the community you know like maybe in other pockets on campus you might just not have found them yet so don't get discouraged by apathy don't do this alone I know that sometimes it can also feel like you know there, no one else cares, so let me just try to take this on my own. Like, don't do that because it's just a recipe for burnout. Um, find your allies and just, you know, work with other people. And then the third thing is, um, I think a big piece of, a big belief of mine is, like, not replicating labor. Once again, there's so many organizations, there's so many pockets of people doing this work already. What are ways to tap into those resources? What are ways to get connected with them? What are ways to implement voter engagement into existing, you know, um, events that are already planned so you can reach a broader audience so those are things that I would definitely keep in mind amazing thank you all so much uh, for bringing us into the world of action planning um, we are so grateful to have had you here and have had your incredible perspectives this is actually one of the first times we've had students on the pod so this is really really incredible um, to have had that perspective, especially in, you know, a context that is so heavily targetable towards students, you know, like we want to get students involved, whether they be at MSIs or beyond. Um, so this is this has just been really lovely. Thank you all so much for being here. Um, and to our listeners, please be sure to continue following us um, on social media as we will be doing quite a bit of work uh, with regard to action planning and democratic engagement over the next handful of months because um, we're really trying to get the word out there. Um, and thank you to our partners at Student Learn Student Vote Coalition for organizing all of this. Um, and we are just so happy to have had this conversation. Um, so thank you, everyone, and have a wonderful rest of your day.